0: And loud and feeling free. Never noticed to you there was more. They can see. The Sunshine State, a space for health, healing, and wellness. Hey, everybody, Sunshine Wiley here. Welcome to The Sunshine State, a place for emotional health, healing, and wellness. Thank you so much for coming back. I'm so excited about this journey. Some great, amazing, wonderful things have been happening, and It's just getting better and better. This journey is definitely proving itself to be effective to not only me, but to other people who have been listening. And I'm so excited about all the text, all the um, messages on Facebook and Instagram and and emails even um, concerning how much... uh, guys have really, you guys have really been uh, enjoying this journey. I've enjoyed it too. It hurts, but I've enjoyed the growth and I've enjoyed being able to see the fact that other people are also being able to do um, great things in their lives. So um, I'm just going to keep going and we're going to keep going together and we're going to keep making things happen. So there it is. Today, we're actually going to talk about rejection. Yes, rejection. Um, The road to living a wholehearted life is full of interesting scenarios. And some of those scenarios lead us to completely euphoric moments. And, you know, other times they lead us to our personal caves of depression. Um, Today, I actually want to address one of the leading causes of depression, which is rejection. I come from a pretty large family and, you know, with many branches, extensions, a whole lot of people, and we pride ourselves in being great at what we do. We don't always succeed in our in our endeavors and the things that we try to do, but for the most part, we never give up. We are a family that refuses to give up on life or, you know, put pursuits on pause or on breaks indefinitely. No, the the number one thing that we are supposed to do in our family is finish and finish well. Um, You know, it's a ton of pressure, but it's real. To my family, if you decide to be a teacher, a doctor, a sales clerk, a lawyer, a grocery store bagger at Walmart, whatever, doesn't matter. The only thing that's required is that you're the best at it. That you are like at the top of whatever it is that you're pursuing. And with all that pressure, it's sometimes you can kind of crumble under it. I know for me, um, with all the pursuits of greatness in the family and these other people have become like doctors and architects and wonderful things like that. People like me couldn't quite keep up. And I flopped from industry to industry, excelling sometimes, but not really, kinda sorta, but nah, kinda. I went to, you know, Florida a University, I was a rattler, hey! And with high hopes of becoming a doctor, I didn't do that, I didn't finish that. I got my degree, uh, my bachelor's degree in biological scientist, but I did not go any further than that. Um, I actually, as a child, I would play with my dolls and make casts and IVs for them. And and I grew up wanting to be a singer, actress, doctor. Little did I know (laughs) that there were certain obstacles in place to achieving that. You know, First of all, if I actually became all of that, I'd never sleep. I'd never have time for family. I'd never have time for anything else because I'd always be on the go. I'd literally be going from thing to thing constantly. Second of all, getting my bachelor's degree was a hike. It was a major hike. I wasn't, um, I wasn't super focused at that time because I was battling depression. That was actually the first time that I actually really dealt with depression. And all at the same time, and of course, that doesn't help. You know, I had childhood drama, family expectations, and my own negative self-talk in my head at the same time. And I submerged myself into the church and all of the thousands of activities that they had. Now, it was actually a very irresponsible thing for me to do to spend so much time involved with the church because I mean it was literally my excuse not to study. Now, wait, let me let me make sure I put this disclaimer out there, make sure that people understand. Let me make it real clear. The church did not force me to do any of these activities. The things that were available to me, I actually wanted to be a part of because I felt like I belonged. I felt like I finally found somewhere that I didn't have to feel like a sore thumb. I didn't want to miss out. I didn't want to miss any of that sense of belonging that I found in the church. Now, had I been a balanced person, I would have said no a lot more because I knew that my field of study required more than concept memorization. I actually had to learn the stuff in order to master it. And I didn't do too well in that um, until the the latter um portions of my college life when I actually got my stuff together. Um, but yeah, at that time, I, I wasn't getting it together. I was good at church. I felt like I had a place. I mean, and it wasn't as hard as my coursework. So of course, um, I did the easier thing, or the thing that was more comfortable, the thing that was more uh, that made me feel more uh, happy instead of the thing that created or, or or led to my dream coming to pass. And sometimes we don't do that. We skip over the hard part of reaching our goals and, and and choose the happy parts of the rest of the life that distract us from actually achieving our goals. And that's a whole nother uh podcast. Distractions are a crazy, crazy situation. But anyway, we'll 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 talk about that some other time. But I I do want to stay focused on where I am now. Now, uh, when you live your life in a way where you create a home for yourself, within yourself, you also have a checks and balance system in place. At that time, I was just floating along and no home for myself anywhere emotionally. So, of course, that checks and balance was non-existent. It didn't exist at all. The way I treat my daughter and remind her is the exact same way that I should have been checking myself and making sure that I understand that, okay, sis, sit down. You need to study. They have this wonderful church picnic coming up this weekend, Mm -hmm. extra choir rehearsal or whatever choir rehearsal, but you got a midterm coming up, so you need to say no because you need to pass. Um, the church will definitely still be there. You will definitely still be a part of the choir. They won't hate you. What they'll do is they'll celebrate you when you actually come out and do a good job. So don't sacrifice yourself feeling like you're gonna miss out on something. Don't be undisciplined in that way. The same way I actually tell my daughter, enough playing with your dolls. You have to work on your writing or math. The same way I tell her, okay, you have only one hour of pool time. I'm giving her what I would give myself had my own house been in order. That's balance. Because yes, she loves her violin. She loves swimming. She loves her dolls. She loves her books. But she's not. if she's not taught to give everything its proper value or a balanced place in life, she will grow to be a very undisciplined and flighty person. That makes it much harder for her to hone in on what it takes to grow her passion. The same with me. Many of us have not created that home within because we just don't wanna deal with how much work we think is needed in our lives. Now, let me tell you that work won't just go away. The issues you face won't just disappear. You will have to face it head on at some point. So why not go ahead Get ahead of it. Control your own narrative. Feeling rejected can be as a result of many things, like bad relationships, losing your job, losing friends, shame from your family, uh, not doing well in school or career or, or anything. All of these and thousands, other, thousands of others' excuses are things that can lead to feeling rejected. Rejection is an emotional occurrence that is scientifically linked to an actual feeling of pain. So trying to just ignore your feelings or bury them does not actually alleviate that feeling or that pain that you might be experiencing. It's the reason why to me, it's important to teach lessons on handling rejection at a very young age. I'm not a believer in hiding certain lessons from kids until they're older. It's harder to develop skills later in life anyway. So why not start them when they're young with understanding these concepts It's why young boys need to actually be taught that every girl you're interested in won't automatically be interested in you. And that's okay. Every person won't play with you at school or share their toys or whatever. And all of that is okay. Understanding that no one is obligated to do anything is supremely valuable. I mean, we are such an entitled society and sometimes we fail to learn or pass on that lesson. In teaching ourselves how to handle and heal from the effects of rejection, we must get to the source of this feeling. We must understand that at the core, the reason for residual hurt from rejection is because we believe that certain unpleasant things about ourselves are true. We begin to introduce those negative self-talking sessions, and it doesn't help anything. We compare ourselves and our lives to what we think should be happening or what's happening in someone else's life. Now hear me and hear me good, you are exactly where you should be in your life. There is nothing more right now that actually matters than you understanding that you are where you should be. You're not where Susie or whoever should be, you're where you should be. If you have goals, go after them wholeheartedly. Do not waste any more time. You are not who you were when you made your mistakes that you made in the past or when you missed those opportunities that you missed. You're not that same person. You are the person that survived those moments. You're the person who can search to see what you did and make sure that you don't repeat those same actions to to create those same situations. That's who you are. You are a person who chooses to do more and to be more of what you desire to be. The half-empty portion of your glass does not matter, not at all, not right now, not when you're getting a jump start on the things ahead. The half-full glass is what should be your focal point, as that will actually help you grow and move forward on your journey. For me, one way I constantly drown the half-empty portion of my life's glass is through constantly focusing on gratitude. I say that a lot, but it has become a major part of my life. I decide that each time I'm down, I'll find the good in my life and cling to it. I write more than ever, and when I'm feeling rejection or depression or whatever because writing is my avenue to express gratitude and my strategy for change, that's what helps. I encourage you to find your thing and whatever helps you to refocus and recharge when these feelings seem too overwhelming for you, when they seem way too overwhelming for you. I will say, One thing, indulgence in addiction is not a recommendation. This will only dull your issue and not actually heal or resolve it. Do things that are healthy and add value to your life. I can't stress enough that this journey is absolutely committed to making lasting changes and that we can use and adopt in our lives. So none of the suggestions that I will actually lean toward will be temporary fixes or will create other problems. None of that. We want to be better. We don't want to create more stuff that we have to get over in the the future. We are all doing our thing and it's making an amazing impact. I just want to remind you to keep writing things down and make sure that you're focusing when you're writing on things that you're grateful for so that you can read them and, you know, when you need to be reminded, your glass being half full you can look at that list and you can say ah okay yeah that was a good thing that was a good moment i am grateful for that now um it's a lot of things that we definitely need to uncover but i will say this for me the main parts of rejection that i've had to experience are as a result of me convincing myself of things that were not true when i was in college The reason why I felt like I was depressed more than ever was because I felt like I didn't fit in. I felt like I was surrounded by all these super genius kids and I was just this average girl. I felt like I was surrounded by people who had done, well, not felt like I was surrounded by people who had done internships. They had done um, shadowing sessions and things like that. And I didn't do any of that. I was barely a part of my biology club. And I mean, because that's what was available to me. And it's not because um, the school that I went to was bad, but it's just because I was not well informed and I can't blame anything because other people who were in the same school with me, they sought out other things. And because, well, it was a lot of stuff going on and I just didn't do well enough to prepare myself for what I was getting into. I thought it was going to be like high school. High school wasn't that hard for me. I did well in high school. I was in the top twenty um, percent of my class, so I was I was good. But college is not the same way. I needed to be more prepared. So instead of me allowing depression to set in, what I could have done is I could have been like, okay, all right. You see that these people these people have done things that you have not done. So now let's get a jump start on what you need to do moving forward. You can't focus on the past, on what didn't happen or what advantage you didn't have. You didn't come from a rich family. You had to get financial aid and scholarships and yada, 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 and work a lot to get through college. Fine, that's wonderful. That's the the hand that you've been dealt, that's fine. Now let's move past it. Let's figure out a way to make it work regardless of all those things that you have against you right now. And what I will say is, At the end of my college career, when I actually made a a conscious decision to refuse to be depressed anymore about this stuff, I actually did a lot better. So that's just what it is. But my life is not a sad story. None of that is a sad story. What I got from that is that those feelings of rejection did not allow me to do the very best. I was in my own way. I stopped me from achieving the things that I needed to achieve. And I want to be able to be an example to other people to be like, look, you don't have to do what I did. You don't have to accept the defeat that is presented to you. You don't have to. You can fight, you can win, and you can make a way to overcome everything that you're faced with. Everything that you see, you can find a way to, to go through and to break down every single one of those walls. I was talking to a friend the other day, and um, he was actually saying that when I talk about rejection, because I posted on Facebook that I would be doing this podcast on rejection, he was saying, now, when you talk about rejection, make sure that you include in there um, the young boys, because a lot of young boys, um, and it's not all young boys, I'll make sure that We don't deal in absolutes because we realize that every story is not the same. But there are some young boys that because they have not been taught to deal with rejection, because they have not been taught to deal with that, they act out and kind of have, quote unquote, temper tantrums. So it's like when I don't get what I want. I'm going to blame the victim of what it is that I'm doing. I'm going to try to force this girl to feel the way I feel, to think the way I think, to be on the same page with what my mindset is. So, I mean, it could go as far as rape, but it doesn't even have to go that far. It can be as bad as you calling a girl out of her name just because she's not interested in your advances. It could be you trying to make the girl feel bad because she is not in the same place as you. And all of that, is a temper tantrum. And and on the other end, I won't even just put it on the men, because it's not just on the men. Sometimes we as women need to learn how to respond. You don't have to be nasty to people when you are when you are in a place and you don't want to accept what's being presented to you. A simple no is just fine. No gets your point across. No is the answer you wanted to give anyway. And no lets him know exactly what it is. You didn't have to be rude to anybody, you didn't have to make anybody feel like trash and all of that good stuff. The answer was just no, and that's just what it was and move along, period. Anyway, back to rejection. <laughs> I say this to say, a lot of times we really have to learn how to deal with it and make a plan on how to survive because if we don't equip ourselves to do better and to go forward with with living our lives well-equipped and ready to handle anything, that's when we fall. When we don't have a plan in place, that's when we fail. So, um, with that being said, um, guys, thank you so much for being here with me today. Remember to love on each other today. That's like really the the, the biggest thing out there. Always love on each other because we got enough things going on in this world and more love is definitely needed we got enough people trying to separate everybody from everything in every way and make this person better than that person or this group better than that group or this color better than that color or this gender better than that gender or this sexual orientation better than that one how about no not in this space this is a safe space where all are welcome and we love on every last one of us period we don't have time for judgment hate comparisons. None of that. This is a space where love and building up each other is the only thing that's needed. So, um, I feel like I've said a lot, so (laughs) I'm, I'm going to let it be what it is today. Again, just remember to love on each other. Always feel free to um, subscribe, like, and share. You can contact me as well at www.sunshinestate.com. Again, that's www.sunshinestate.com and sunshine is spelled with an O, -O S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E. Be sure to leave a comment on the podcast so that I can get your feedback and I can actually hear what you have to say in response to these podcasts. Thanks again, everybody. Have a great week and goodbye. So stand out stand out, stand out. stand out. Stand out. You're here. You're free. Absolutely where you feel Thank you for joining the journey to the Sunshine State. A space for health, healing, and wellness.